Welcome to Just One More Story by George Walters, a weekly podcast where I share with you a mixture of personal stories as well as some useful tips, techniques, and advice that might just make your day a wee bit better. It should also be noted that any content that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. In other words, all the views and information expressed here on this podcast are my own and not the views of anyone else. And while I strive for accuracy, I can and will be wrong at times, as any honest human will have to admit. So, if you're looking for that special something to start or end your day, you're in the right place. And the great part is, you can listen to all my podcasts for free, anywhere, at any time. So with that, let's get started. Hi folks, thanks for joining me here today. I hope you're all well and in good spirits. Being the age I am, it seems lately that I have been missing a lot of what once was. You know, the things that took place in your life while growing up. Most of all, I miss being young and having the possibilities that are no longer available to me. Some people have told me that there were so many that they failed to recognize them at the time, and they didn't know how to take advantage of them. For me, sure, there were a few that I might have missed out on, But not that many, as whenever I wanted to do something, I usually did it, be it right or wrong. The wrong things, looking back, were what you might call learning experiences. It was also a time when parents had confidence and trust in allowing their children to leave the house in the morning, not worry about what they were up to all day, and only to have them reappear at dusk in time for supper, and most of the time in good health. On the subject of good health, I can also remember some of us older kids saying that if we never required stitches by the time we were eight, we were not having enough fun. And I have to admit I had my share. I even had a few casts on my arms that I thought were pretty cool. And it was even cooler showing it off to all my friends who asked if they could sign it. What could be better than that? Another thing about living in the 60s, it seemed like there was a new song coming out every week, and good songs too. The sad thing is, I eventually took it for granted that it would always be that way, which of course isn't what happened. Truth be told, most of the music today can't hold a candle to the songs of yesteryear. I also remember when we grew most of our food ourselves only to going to town occasionally to buy the things that we couldn't grow. A loaf of bread in the 60s was 15 cents. A hamburger at a local restaurant was 25 cents. A pack of cigarettes was 21 cents. Don't tell anyone I smoked. A newspaper was 4 cents. A six-pack of beer was $1.70. Occasionally a sale will come along for a dollar. Milk was around 25 cents a quart. And you could even buy a pair of Levi jeans for $5. Now some say, George, things were a lot cheaper than today. You were lucky. I say, yes, you're right. But what you didn't or don't know is that most of anyone made for a whole year back when, if lucky, was only a touch over $1,000. And the last thing I miss a lot, well was having a pair of rubber boots that would last for five years or more. So, what has this all to do with the story I've lined up for you today? Well, let's just say it is a lead-in to another one of my favorite pastimes many years ago. I hope you enjoy Sodas of Yesteryear.
Over the years, I have indulged in different beverages, some good, some delicious, making me want more, and then some were downright disgusting. In my younger days, though, there wasn't anything that quenched my thirst better than a cold soda. However, things have changed a lot over the years, especially when it comes to the container that holds uh, that liquid candy. That's what some of us older folks called it back when. Now, don't get to thinking that I'm over the hill with me saying older folks, as that's the furthest thing from the truth. Myself, I feel that age is not about how old you are. It's about how many years of fun you've had, and I'm looking forward to having a lot more. But getting back to them fizzy drinks. Pretty well all the containers back then were made from glass, and thinking about them, they had some pretty fancy ones too. From tall to short to just plain, they had them all. And to get one of them magic elixirs, the place to get it was going into what they used to call a soda fountain. Soda fountains back then were popular in dime and drug stores, ice cream parlors, department stores, and later on they were seen in some bus terminals and train stations. They weren't all just about sodas, though, as you could also order sandwiches, uh, 12-inch hot dogs, hamburgers, or fries with gravy, if you had a mind to. My favorite at the time was a cherry Coke float, which was mixed with ice cream and blended to a set texture that would be hard to copy today. I have to tell you, they were very tasty. I also enjoyed the environment that seemed to surround you when walking into those places. The first things you would see was a bar, which resembled something like you would see in the old hotels they had at the time. Actually, I found that they made me feel somewhat like a grown-up. You know, while on the topic of feeling grown-up, it has occurred to me occasionally that some people have acted like adults from the time they were young, Shaver. And then there are those like myself who still feel like a kid at the age 75. My honest opinion is that I think for many of us that adulthood is all exterior and inside a lot of us beats the heart of a child. As soon as I entered the building, I would sit myself down at the bar on a stool, swirling myself around in a circle while chatting away to the soda jerk. They weren't, that, they weren't that much older than myself, but they all had a nice personality, and it seemed it didn't matter what you wanted to talk about. That soda jerk had an answer for everything. I honestly, I honestly don't know how he did it. Yes, I said... He was, I, yes, I said he, as well. All of the soda jerks that I ever saw back then were all males. That's just the way it was. That said, it was a place that a lot of girls liked to hang out at, and I never once heard any of them complain. The soda jerk's job consisted mostly of working at the soda fountain, swinging the soda fountain handle back and forth, while adding soda water to the fountain beverage. They also prepared some of the best milkshakes I've ever tasted, along with other treats, using, using mixtures that featured spindles and agitators that forced air into the drinks. When those machines finished doing what they were made to do, those drinks came out smooth and creamy every time. The next thing I enjoyed was watching how the soda jerk handled the steel container, pouring the milkshake or whatever into the tall glasses 
It sure was a sight to see, let me tell you. My mouth never stopped watering till I had one sitting in front of me. If you're hearing my lips smacking a bit, it's because I thought of them sodas right now. You know, I could sit and watch that feller make them sodas and milkshakes for hours. And the best part was that most of the time they didn't mind how long I sat there either. Yes, things have changed over the years, I grant you that. But to this date, I have never found a place that could make a cherry coke float like they used to many years ago. Anyway, now that I have all your taste buds flowing, there is one last thing that I would like to talk about here today. It's about a feller I knew while visiting our cottage in Sarasota, Florida back in the 60s. And since my favorite drink years ago was a cherry coke, I thought that this bit of info might be of interest. You see, this fellow owned the gas station, and at the back of his store he had over years saved literally hundreds of different kinds of Coke bottles. When he first showed me, I would have never believed that there were so many different kinds. It was quite a sight to see. He told me today his collection is worth thousands of dollars. Anyways, I thought I would share that with you, if for nothing else, and it might make you think twice before, before throwing certain things away. I shouldn't talk, though, as over the years what I thought to be junk occasionally and threw away usually turned out to be something that I needed a couple weeks later. On the other side of the coin, when it comes to writing, I have never thrown any of my stories away, be it good or not so good. As a matter of fact, some of what I thought were my worst stories, when looked at a few years later, turned out to be some of my best, with a few edits here and there. That's it for today, folks. But before I go, I would like to mention that all my stories are also available in books. We have seven books to choose from, and each book has over 50 short stories. The titles of the books are One More Story, Moments in Time, Paths We Choose, Time's Changing, Keep Turning Pages, Join Me in the Garden, and Nature's Gateway to Health. All of our books are available on Amazon.ca or Amazon.com in ebooks or paperback. If you would like to know more information regarding my books or podcasts, you can email me at stories at keepingnotes.com and I'll get back to you. And also, for those that would like to buy me a coffee, I have added a buy me a co coffee button on my blog, which is located at www.keepingnotes.com. You can also listen to my podcasts on Google Play Music, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, Listen Notes, Amazon Music, and the Walters Post. It is also on your Google Home smart speaker. Just say, hey Google, play just one more story by George Walters. And if you enjoy my podcasts, feel free to share them with others. In doing so, it would help me make more podcasts for all to enjoy. And finally, I would like to thank you all for listening. And don't forget to tune in every Friday for a new episode of Just One More Story by George Walters.